It's time for To The Max Sports, where we talk about sports. They're just two guys, Max and Drew, in a bar talking all things sports. Well, without the bar. And the beer. Wait, why aren't we in the bar? Hello, 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 and welcome to To The Max Sports. Y'all know what time it is. It's time for... To the Max Sports, I got Taylor, the Spurs howdy, guru, howdy. in the house. We <laughs> cannot wipe the smiles off our faces. I've had a permanent smile now for the last two weeks, and Same. I don't smile very often. <laughs> Same. I think a lot of people do in San Antonio. So why are we smiling? Uh, Wimba, baby. Wimba, baby. First number one pick we got, man. It's it's going to change everything. Kumbaya Wimba in the house. <laughs> so, so Spurs, more like 87 with Robinson or 97 with Duncan? I think more like... Well, as far as... Yeah, I mean, where, where, where the Spurs organization is and what Victor will do to us. Probably more like David because, yep. Tim, we already had the pieces. Yep, yep, yep. But uh, we'll talk about that because there are some core untradeable pieces, I believe, with the Spurs right now. But just the excitement of that night, and I don't, I don't know about you, but I was just gnawing my knuckles. Oh, yeah. Like everybody... Sweating. It, it, when Detroit <laughs> went five, mm-hmm. I'm like... We just got rid of a lot of ping pongs. Oh, yeah. And then when Houston went three, we just got rid of a, a really whole lot of ping pongs. Surely Charlotte's not going to get this. It's in the stars. And, man, was it cool or what? I mean, <laughs> I haven't seen that many people excited about turning over cards since the last gambling addicts convention in Vegas. <laughs> well, what did you say about the value of the Spurs? How much did they go up? Five hundred million to a billion dollars is what they're saying this will mean to the Spurs net worth. I mean the value of the franchise. Yep. So Taylor, we brought you in because you're all things Spurs. <laughs> in your estimation, is it hyperbole to say he's generational? No, I that's if there was a stronger word for for him other than being generational, I think we'd, we'd label it the, and give him that. Yeah, the, the only thing I'd say to kind of slow that roll a little bit is just put, he has the potential to be generational. Because there are a lot of there are a lot of folks out there, not, not Spurs fans, because Spurs fans are now in a, in a level of giddiness not seen since David Robinson. Uh, but we just need to be a little measured about this. There are a lot of people looking at it going, why, why are we kind of like fawning all over this guy? We're, we are, we're, you're all you're already electing him to the Hall of Fame. So just to be fair, he has the potential to be generational. At this point where he is in his life, in his draft, in his NBA career, I think he is as impactful at least as LeBron was at this point in LeBron's career. I Yeah, I hear that. Um, and I'm... The only thing that I have to say is that we're we're seeing we've never seen somebody with this frame potential and capabilities before. Okay. But not only that, we have Europe and training and being brought up in in European leagues and in European mindset is a completely different ball game than the duds that we've seen get hyped up in college, come out, come into the NBA, and are complete flops. Right. Mm-hmm. The, the, the the mechanisms that they have, the efficiency that they build. I mean, this kid is coming from Europe. I mean, we've seen Luka Doncic. We've seen a lot of European players come in right. um, and dominate this league for a reason. And the tutelage that he's had, you know, growing up in that system. Exactly. And under the tutelage of Parker now. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I watch his highlights, and of course, 
you can watch anyone's highlights and say, wow, they're really good. But this guy is, his highlights just make him look like, when you can take two steps from the foul line and dunk a ball, <laughs> it's it's free. Yeah, and and be it's able free. to shoot from anywhere on the floor. Yeah, and some of the moves he has, he has that fade on Olajuwon move already mm-hmm. down. Mm-hmm. I've seen that. It's it's crazy. Now, will he get bullied around a little bit? Probably. He's got to feel his oats out. He's a little light. Sure. But you know what? That's the easy part. You can't teach basketball fundamentals when they're God given. You can get the kid on a weight program at 20. Can you imagine 25 pounds of muscle oh, yeah. added to this kid? He brain? needs it. He, I mean, I mean, it's, it's, it's not imagine it. He needs it. But he's, he's 19. He hasn't even grown into his body yet. I, I get that. He may still be growing. Who I knows? get that. I mean, Kevin Durant is still thin enough that I think a brisk wind sometimes can bowl him over. Do you see the, I mean, talking about videos and the highlights, you see the highlight where he got backed down by a Euro bully. In the paint? Well, I mean, look at Giannis Antetokounmpo. I mean, him coming into the league, his rookie season, this dude was a twig. He was super yeah. tiny. He put on 30, 40 pounds of muscle, and you are not stopping that man. That like, He is one of my favorite players to watch in the NBA. I think he's going to be a Hall of Famer. Um, but, I I mean, it's he's 19 years. He has not grown into that body yet, man. He is. It is going to be. Yeah, I mean, I think about when I was 19 to – from 19 to 24 – I put on 40 pounds. I worked out in the gym. I put on 40 pounds of hard right. muscle that I didn't have when I was 19 years old. And now you got this guy with the nutritional program. They're going to put him on uh, the shooting, the, the, the tulage of the coaching, the, the Spurs system. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, exactly you know, and, yep. and when I, you know, between 29 and 50, I put on a good 50 pounds too. But you put it on around the middle. Yeah. And We're not going to say where I put it on. That's the reason why I'm off camera. Between the ears. So anyway, uh, I, yeah, potentially he has the potential to be exactly what the Spurs need. I'm more impressed by where he is as a person. Yeah. yeah. He is, he is incredibly well-spoken for himself. He has a really good head on his shoulder. He knows what this moment is. Yeah. He knows what this moment is. For the town of San Antonio. And not only that, it's a moment he wanted. Mm-hmm. Yes. Did you Did see, see that? how excited yep. he was when he knew he was going to the Spurs? Mm-hmm. Yep. When when he saw Houston, his he Yeah, like he looked to the left, looked to the <laughs> right, put fucking, his hand in his face, and yeah, just like he was, fucking awesome. he was ecstatic. Yeah, so so any conspiracy theories out there from the conspiracy theory land that this was preordained? Well, you know, the Spurs may have tanked, but it still had to be a perfect storm. Oh yeah. Perfect fucking storm, yeah. and they got it. And we did it gracefully, I think. Yeah. Yeah, we we tanked with honesty. <laughs> now, now, a lot of people say, oh, are we going to be a playoff team next year? And I say yes, and here's why. Of course. Hear me out. We won 22 games. Yep. Conceivably, we had injuries, but we also tanked with the injuries. Mm-hmm. If we don't tank and have injuries, would you say we have 10 more wins? 32 wins for the season? When Baya adds his... 12 to 13, there's your 45 wins. Yeah. That gets you in the playoffs. No and way. hold on. Okay. Hold on. I just want to be clear. We did not tank. We did not sit players that should have been playing. We did not sit a star that should have been playing. We played inexperienced young kids who needed growth, who weren't going to win in the NBA. Honest. 
who tanking. Got, we, we got her on its tanking and goofy ass rotations. Yeah, yeah. We, we and, played pickup basketball. And and I'm sorry if it's not Popovich or possibly who I think is the best coach in the NBA right now, maybe like a Spolstra. If you don't have a world-class coach at that organization, we don't win 15 games with that roster. That's fair. So I, as to, we are a playoff team next year. We are at least, we are at least a play-in team. Yeah. At least a play-in team. But you also get like in this off season, I mean, we have been stacking up assets. We've been stacking up cash. We gracefully think for a reason we are going to be drawn like there. There's players in this league that are on, like I'm. I firmly believe that we're a point guard league right now, right? Like, who who guards Steph, Damian Lillard? I mean, we. I believe we are point guard league. We've got yeah. some. Yeah, we've got some amazing three, four, five. You know, p- positions, but um, we're yeah. point guard league, and I think that we're going to be bringing like we're going to draw so much attention and some veteran players that Spurs love to invest in. I I, I think like Chris Paul yeah. is a name that I could see. I think Dame, like we are going to be, we've got the money to do it. We've got the team to do it. We've got the coach to do it. We're going to have, man, I, I am so freaking excited. Yeah. Pull up, I'm, pull up our ass. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is kind of what we're looking at for. So for those of you that are watching on, that can't see the big screen, if you're listening on a radio, this is, this is the Spurs assets for the next six, seven years. All their draft picks, 24 through 30. The Hawks, first-round draft pick, 25-27, unprotected. Hawks, first-round swap, 2026. Hornets protected, first-round 2024. Raptors protected, 2024. Bulls protected, 2025. Celtics protected, 2028. And 41 mil in cap space. That's scary with the generational player that we got and all these assets. Yeah. What what do you think the team needs? So Taylor. No, okay. We we were talking about DeJounte Mur- or DeJounte Murray earlier, um, going to the Hawks. I I we need a point guard. We need a point guard. We need really? a general. We need somebody that can run an offense. You think the, you, the Spurs are an really? offense oriented team and obviously like defense wins championships, offense wins games. But we need a point guard. You need a floor general. You need somebody that can control tempo. Um, Wimba in himself is going to draw a massive amount of attention. He's going to be doubled the entire game anywhere that he goes. But having somebody that can facilitate the rest of our roster while he is drawn, like playing the role that he's going to be playing, we need a point guard, man. For, point guard. for me, equally important, I want two big guys. I want two big guys down in the post so Victor doesn't have to be there. Collins. Oh, agreed. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, so right now, in 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 the mocks that are out there, our next two picks are six ten, six eleven. Yeah, big guys. Vic, Victor needs a bodyguard. Victor Victor needs someone to go out there and throw his body around to protect Victor. Yeah, from not being hurt, being bullied. Somebody like a Boban. Like I could see Boban coming right back to San Antonio yeah. and playing that kind of role. Yeah. Um, yeah, kind no, of, you're, you're right. The big Bill Lambeer type yeah. guy. Yeah. But let me ask you this. I agree with you. The point guard's probably the biggest need. You can probably get away with, uh, Trey, um, who's the guard right now? Trey Jones. Oh, uh, Trey Jones. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he's serviceable for a year. He'd be a great backup if backup. they signed him. But what about something crazy? Let me propose this to you. Uh, who's Charlotte got as her point guard right now? They're, um, they got, Kim, uh, Kimba Walker. What about trying to move up and get scooped with some of this draft capital? 
Can you imagine Wemba and nice. Scoot? That would mm. be nice. We've got the draft capital to to put out a crazy freaking offer. I I I would rather spend that draft capital on a proven player. Okay. How about Ben Simmons? That's another one that they talk about. But can we can 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 we spend some of that draft capital on mental health therapists for Ben? I mean, he would well, be he would be can cheap. We, can we trust him? I I and I think we allow Pop to do what he can do, and I mean, regardless, he's going to be cheap, so it's not going to be like a lock in. We're going to drop a, an insane amount of money. He needs to be pawned off. Every yeah. team wants to pawn him off. He would be. Yeah, I think it, it would I be think, worth. Yeah. A worth try. the risk. Yeah. The mm-hmm. thing about him, if you can get 80% of what Ben Simmons used to be, mm-hmm. you're good. He's so young. Yeah. He's so young still. Like, yeah. he's got, he's not super injury prone. It's whatever's going on in his head that's, like, limiting him from being the ball player he was in his first two seasons. I don't know. I, like, it blows my mind where he's at today. But, man, put him in a system where you've got, like, a city backing you, a team backing you, a yeah. system, an organization backing you that will get you the help that you need. But also, like, it would give him an opportunity to get back up on his feet and, like, make a name for himself again and, and get his confidence back. And to your point with Simmons, getting him out of those high-profile cities, yeah. putting him in a, a smaller culture where he's he doesn't have to press in his face every day and have to deal with a lot yeah. of the things he had to deal with. He did cross my mind. Doing something crazy for Scoot crossed my mind. Yeah. Um, who are the assets the Spurs, are you say, are off the table right now? That they currently have. I would say one and only one would be Keldon Johnson. I, I a a Vassell, of- I am a, somewhat of a fan of. I think he could be a good six man coming off the bench. I like I'm not may- so hard. You gotta keep him, don't you? I'm not a fan. I'll be honest. I think he's too small. I think he's too like I, I get you know defense and uh, but kind of the grinder six man eventually in the yeah possibly him as a Ginobili grinder kind of possibly not, not with the scoring yeah. offense but more of the. Kind of that, maybe that, like Bruce Bowen more yeah, so exactly. kind of guy possibly. Um, I, I I would just invest in Keldon Johnson all day See, long. You know, a lot of people are saying Keldon would be the good trade bait because he's a oh little gosh. inconsistent. Yeah, it's because he is he has been his. You know why he's been inconsistent? It's because he has been carrying the weight of San Antonio and this team on his shoulders by himself every single night. For the past two two years, would you do Keldon Johnson, uh, McDermott, and this and the both the Atlanta picks for uh, Scoot Henderson? No, no, I I I, I would rather personally. I know, like point guards. I, I I know, like number one is finding a good point guard. I don't think getting rid of somebody like Keldon is. I mean, Devin Vassell, McDermott. I mean, uh, maybe Trey Jones. Like I can see something like that. But Keldon, Keldon's going to be up there with like. So he's the, only, he's the only guy you say is off the off the table for yeah. you. Which you, you build around those two. Which is which is crazy. Who I mean, this is a little bit of trivia. Who is the highest salary on our current roster? You guys know? Um, he's didn't we just pick him up last season in a in a in a trade? Um, what is his name? He didn't play a whole lot. Oh, from New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the point guard. Nope. He's, who is it? Dougie. Doug McDermott. McDermott. Dougie McDermott is a 13.75 million. That is our highest salary player. That's crazy. Next highest, Devontae Graham at 11.5. That's, that's, that's. And then, and then it goes way down. Keldon Johnson right now is only a 3.9. We got, I mean, back to your point. We got a lot of money. A lot of money. 
a lot of money to play, and we got some of that Michael Dell money now, so yeah, we yeah. can spend it. McDermott, McDermott's over. He's he's overpaid. Well, I'm on board with the Simmons deal, and all people talked about yeah. that. It's just a matter of as long as the chemistry works, because yeah. it's bad chemistry. And uh. but man, seeing Scoot and Wumba, oh my gosh, man. I mean, it would take a lot for us. I mean, it it would be a Keldon. And I I formulated that trade in my mind a couple nights ago. I haven't ever heard anyone else talk about it. But we got the capital to go one and two. Yeah, Yeah. we definitely do. What about Chris Paul? But is that the guy you want? Can he run your offense the entire year? Probably. Is he a good veteran leadership? Can he mentor these guys? But I don't think he's going to... I mean, what the guy's thirty nine, forty years yeah. old now. He, yeah, I, I, we need to. We don't need to go back to the future. We need right. to. We need to. Move it's kind of like we we did 40. something like that um, back in what twenty twelve when we brought in Andre Miller at the end yeah. of his career. Do I think Chris Paul is an amazing point guard, one hundred percent? And like, the Spurs love to invest in guys at the end of their like yeah. at the end of their career. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if that was a move just to see. But I mean, he's been balling in Phoenix. Like yeah. he's been hooping, yeah. but he's at the end. And uh, yeah, yeah. Pascal Siakam. Ooh, yeah. I mean, he's solid. Yeah. Demar Derozan. Mm. I'm just not a fan of him. Man, just, yeah, I get he's a great he, one on one player. He, he, Here's he, he's good until the last thirty seconds of a game when you need. I, I, I'm I, I'm actually reading a little bit of somebody else's list, and that's where I'm coming from. Those list and their number one. This is really, really interesting. John Morant. Yeah, but you're gonna have to give up so much for him. We have Not too much, and and really, and then, really, I, I mean, this, this kid suspended eight games. No longer the darling poster child of the NBA front office, facing another suspension. Yeah. Do you think maybe the Grizzlies want to want to shop him somewhere else? He's looking at a lifetime ban if he keeps screwing around. For for his mental health, do you think the Spurs are a good organization? Spurs, San Antonio's, I mean, notwithstanding the shootings that happen on a regular honestly, basis in this honestly city. Honestly, with me, another, like, generational type. But I think Ben Simmons would, I'd feel almost more comfortable with Ben. I would than Ja, believe it or I not. Would too. Because Ja wants to be the focal point of the offense. Yeah. And, okay. I, and I like when Baye being the focal and point. And Ben also kind of, it, what we were talking about earlier, is getting a big body that can take, you know, can take the roughness and the paint. That's what Ben is built for. He's six, okay. like six eight, six nine. It's a, he's a big dude, yeah. man. He's a big dude, and as a point guard, I mean, he'll he'll be in there taking the hits for uh for Wemba. Um, yeah, he, he likes to play physical in general. So yeah, well, word in the on the league is the Spurs are on the phone, and that's something you don't see very often. Spurs on the phone making calls. <laughs> this is this is the reason why we've been we've been uh, putting all this draft capital and all this other stuff on the shelf for this day. The front office of the Spurs organization is burning burning the phones. I, I, I don't think on the phones is the right term. I think it's a disservice <laughs> yeah. to what they're well, doing. I mean, they're going to be burning it up. I saw a stat where, like, season ticket sales are up 2,200%. Yeah. Like, it's insane. It it's is crazy. absolutely insane. We can just imagine the bars, the restaurants. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, the, the guys added so much value each night he plays in the city, it's going to be insane. Yep. I mean, you're t- like, we're going to have way more nationally televised games. We're going to be playing, uh, you know, during holidays and Christmas and Thanksgivings. And 
I mean, it is, it is, it's game changing. It is completely and totally game changing. But I just can't get Scoot and Wambaya playing together out of my mind. <laughs> I would make it work. And getting we, rid of Kelvin. And, and if we kept KJ in the mix. See, that, that is. And then we're able to. Wait, wait, I mean, we're, we're going to be. a lot of first round draft picks to well, shop. Yeah. Then, then you have two, again. Your championship. Ba- conti- again, back, back to my comment about three. potential. And then I have two players with potential. Yeah. Now, Scoot, Scoot's a lot more polished than, say, a Brandon Miller. But he's still young, still has potential to reach. Will he reach his potential or will he be a dud? I don't like the I, – I would like a veteran just because I know what I'm going to get. Sure. Even if I have no ceiling with that vet, I know what I'm going to get when they step in the building. Is Ben Simmons a vet in your eyes? Well, yeah, he's been around for a while. Yeah. So anyway, so at actually n- n- not for John Morant as a, as a trade target, but so John Morant still <laughs> loves guns. Yeah, he does. Yeah. We, I mean, we had Gervin the other couple of weeks ago and, you know, his point, he just said, you know, he, he wished the, uh, the NBA Players Association did more with guys his age to kind of tutor and mentor a lot of these young guys. And obviously the A-game suspension wasn't enough. The contrite, uh, you know, I'm learning, going to learn from this, wasn't contrite enough. And, you know, now the guy's flipping up gang signs, and I'm watching, like, YouTube stuff where they got crypts coming out saying, you know, yo, bro, you want to do the double nines? Well, in, in, that's not good. Interesting enough, the, p- good. the police did a wellness check on Ja a couple yeah, days ago because they were worried. Now, going to the crypts to actually bring up a rest in peace story, Jim Brown. Mm. Yeah. Heard a story about Jim Brown during the L.A. riots. He had the Bloods and the Crips over to his house. Wow. Talking about Crips. He told them as they were coming in the front door, no guns in my house. You leave them right there. And they're like, yes, sir. <laughs> these, these are un, inarguably some of the baddest ass individuals in Southern California. Yeah. And they're looking at Jim Brown going, yes, sir. Well, wow. if- Jim Brown would have told me to do something. I would have said yes, sir, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shit. Yeah. yeah, what I mean, what an amazing career. May, maybe one of the greatest, not only in football, he was one of the greatest in lacrosse. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, he played lacrosse at Syracuse. Oh, wow. Where else can you get it, folks? Victor Wimbaya, Jim Brown on the same podcast. And <laughs> Tina Turner. Oh, yeah. yeah. <sighs> Simply the best. I want you guys to go out there and pull up Johnny Carson with Ike and Tina Turner. I watched it the other night. Sorry, Mom. Fucking phenomenal. The woman was amazing. And I watched her performance on uh, Carson back with Brother Ike. Mm -hmm. And it was a freaking awesome awesome performance. she, She was a diva in every good sense of the word. And deservedly so. So, big loss. Jim Brown, a big loss. I was surprised that – did did you see any hoopla around Jim Brown passing? I mean, in outside of sports? That's kind of weird how that just kind of just kind of came and went, you know? Yeah. Jerry Springer got more of a hoopla. Yeah. I mean, don't get Jerry me wrong. Jerry Springer was probably more obnoxious. Uh, yeah, a little bit. But <laughs> the squeaky wheel gets all the grease. Yeah, it's you know. But yeah, he we're, was. We're we're losing some of the luminaries, not not only in sports, 
Yeah, pop culture. But but pop culture, the whole movement of, of civil rights and stuff. I mean, with you yeah. know, with Russell and and all those guys. Yeah. Yeah, it's we're, we're in a major generational transition. Talking about generational coming yeah. back to Victor. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's what we do. We bring it back around. We bring so it back around. Let's bring it back to Taylor, sports guru. Any <laughs> final thoughts on? You know, I know you can't put that crystal ball out there, but do you think they make a trade um, before the draft? I to move up. We're even talking about get one of the big kids, one of the the twins. They. I I don't see us trying to move up into the draft, but I do see us in the off season doing something that I don't think any of us are expecting for us to do. I think that we're going to make some wild investments. Um, yeah, I, and I think that we, I think we're going to. I mean, we have that stacked up list of assets here and there's a reason why it's leverage and we're going to use it um, over the next two seasons. Yeah. I, I can't wait, man. I don't have a crystal ball. I don't know how good we're going to be. I know that we're going to be very, very good. I think that, I mean, we're, we're going to be in the finals in the next two, two years. Yeah. No problem. Do you think that's an expectation we should have? Uh, I think so. Why not? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's, it's the expectation that San Antonio has. That's like, we've, we've been doing this since 97. Right. I mean, we've been, we've the 2010s, 03, 99, 03, 05, 07. I mean, it was this town and this city was on fire. It was in, in, a, in the best way possible. I mean, we had an amazing team, an amazing organization, an amazing like charisma going throughout San Antonio. And that is going to be creeping back. Yeah. And, but uh, I mean, it, is it a little bit like an athlete, like a runner who's trained for trained for a marathon, done all the training, done a lot of marathons, done really, really well. And then lays off for two or three years and comes back and they're not able to run at the same pace and they just get so disillusioned. Are we almost possibly there? Because we have had so much success. Are we going to want success too too fast for what I think this process is going to end up being? Well, there's going to be high expectations, sure. but think about this. I mean, we, most teams to rebuild, it's a long process. We, we rebooted basically in four years. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've, we've gone through a total reboot, and I'll tell you what, uh, that general office, the Spurs general office, I mean, these guys, what a vision, and to create what they've done and to put these pieces in place, the potential yeah. in such a short turnaround time frame, you just don't see many sports organizations that can reboot like this. Yeah, no, I'm such a short period I'm, of time. And I'm, I'm excited. Do, do we want to talk anything about any anything else? I think I'm good, man. I'm good. I ended with the Spurs. Okay. Tagline of Victor and Bias. When people put that in YouTube, like I've been doing all week, <laughs> maybe yeah. our video will pop up. Uh, right? yeah. So, so I mean, to stay stay in NBA space, looks like. I mean, I would have said the Heat a lot more emphatically a couple of days ago. I still think it's the Heat winning at home. So let's say Nuggets heat. Nuggets heat in the finals. Where are you going? Nuggets all day long. Nuggets all day long, yeah. Yeah, I think they'll win in five. Okay. And uh, you see, I mean, to to bring it back to horse racing, not bring it back, but to bring it to horse racing, Bafford wins the Preakness. Yep. And has a horse die on him on the Preakness. I'm... I'm a little bit more measured in in my response to horses dying in, in, in these weekends. But it's it's something the horse race is going to need to look into. Bad optics. Yeah, they'll definitely look into it. I mean, you know, it's they've made so many strides in horse racing, protecting these horses. Remember, these horsemen are 
a huge investment. They cost a lot of money. There ain't cheap horses out there. So, you know, they're going to look at the track conditions. They're going to look at uh, a lot of various factors, and, and hopefully they'll get it fixed. But unfortunately, horses, I hate to use the term in a human level, are athletes. And what do athletes do? They get hurt. They can potentially die playing the sport that they love. So oh. there's no difference. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, talking about athletes, one, one of my luminaries that I listen to all the time, Kornheiser, for the top athletes of the last century, put secretary in the top 10. That's stupid. I don't put animals in a list of athletes with humans. But, but secretariat? I'm not going to put an Secret- animal with a human. I mean, I mean talk, talk, talk about a generational. He was yeah. so far ahead in the Belmont. You didn't have the other horse oh, yeah. in screen. Now we're really dating ourselves and going off yonder. But having said that, I'm not going to sit here and say, uh, best athlete, uh, Michael Jordan, secretariat, Jim Brown. You know. Okay, fit, fair enough. Though it just sounds like corny Heiser. Though, though I will say this: that was the that was a crappy entry list for the Preakness. Do you know other than Mage? Guess how many horses from the Derby were in the Preakness? I don't think any of them. Were. None yeah. of them. Yeah, None of them. I didn't. I didn't play the race. But if uh, Angel Vampire runs in the Belmont, which I think he will, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I like him. Again. We'll see. He ran we'll third in the Derby. And let's see this weekend coming up, Indy 500 mm. on Sunday. I'm gonna greatest go sec- spectacle in motorsports. I'm gonna go with Secretariat in the Indy 500. <laughs> Don't think, he, don't think he can fit in the car. <laughs> Those guys are really, really tiny. You know, uh, I like watching polo, but those horses have so much trouble in the water sometimes. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, on that note, we ready to be out? We're out. We'll see you next week. Thanks yes. For Boy, come, appreciate it. come back Thanks for bad jokes. Us. Take care. We're out. <laughs>